0: Occult crimes, paranormal investigations,
1: urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome back to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode
0: 75. I'm Abby.
1: I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses on this evening.
0: This sweltering day... You said that, like a news report.
1: I did, yeah. This
0: evening's event. (laughs) We're doing this. It's warm.
1: The football is on. This week, I'm going to be talking about the Strigoi, a lesser known predecessor to the modern vampire.
0: Oh, I love vampires.
1: Yeah, I think I mentioned them on the episode that I did about vampires, but I didn't go into them in this much detail. We've covered several different vampires. Maybe. It's been a busy podcast time for me.
0: It has. I'm talking about the long horse.
1: Oh, good. Which was a request. <laughs> Lengthy horse, by any chance? Long, sorry would say. extreme. Like, long egg. I don't want to think about long egg.
0: <laughs> Google long egg. <laughs> then leave a comment. Leave a comment about how long egg makes you feel. Disturbed. Upset. I also want to say, if you can see me now on Patreon, thank you. For being a Patreon. And if you can't, then you can go over to Patreon and become a person that goes there. And you can see us faces. Wait. Us faces? You can see us faces. What I wanted to say was, if you can see me, or if you've been on our Instagram or whatever, and you can see the clips from this episode, yes, I have sponges attached to my microphone. And I feel like I have to address it because it's kind of weird. It's obviously not an audio production technique. But I'm having some mic issues. And I haven't decided which mic I'm going to buy instead of this one.
1: So, this is a, uh, a short fix. Now, I just want you all to check out my mic and how absolutely normal it is. Yes. So, I'm just saying it's Abby's rookie mistake that's led us to this point.
0: Let's get into the topics. I will first give you some strange news this week.
1: Good. I have been
0: eagerly awaiting. From unexplainedmysteries.com. Of course. A man claimed that he went to hell for a bit.
1: Sound? A few Was minutes? it Little X?
0: It was not. In 1998, a man named Bill, Bill Wise, woke up and had some terrifying recollections of the other side. He says he experienced what he thinks may be hell. As you know, people who have near death experiences tend to describe like a blissful tunnel of light, a feeling of peace, you know, unconditional love, sometimes seeing loved ones. Not Bill, though. Bill said his experience was the exact opposite. Wow. One day in 1998, he woke up at 3am to get a drink, and he had an out-of-body experience. Which day in 1998? No idea.
1: It's February 3rd.
0: Was that... Oh, that's when you were born. Yeah. He felt himself travelling through a long tunnel, and it getting hotter and hotter, until he landed on a stone floor in a prison cell. The walls were stone, and he felt like he was in a hot, smelly-dirty, smoke-filled dungeon.
1: That's my bedroom.
0: The heat was unbearable. And he thought to himself, how did I get here? And then he noticed he was sharing his cell with two large demons. One of the demons picked him up and threw him against the wall of the cell, breaking his bones. Oh my God. The other demon stuck his claws into his chest and he shifted into a pit of flames that was filled with thousands of skeletons or skeletal people. The smell was the most horrifying thing he'd ever smelt.
1: And then he was back in his body. And he wrote a book about him. That's crazy because I don't think smell has ever come into my dreams. Yeah, well, that's the thing
0: is that everyone's like, "Were you dreaming?" Because <laughs> this you, you didn't have a near-death experience. You were oh, yeah, just going for a drink. I want to know how strong was the drink. Right. What was he drinking? In
1: water. Just absinthe. Straight up.
0: Yeah, I feel when you have dreams, though. I love dreams. When you have dreams, maybe, well, sometimes you feel things that aren't necessarily true because you just, you just know how it feels. That makes no
1: sense. No, not <laughs> at all. I'm so glad you're a host of this podcast. If
0: I was having a dream that I was baking cookies, mm-hmm. I know cookies smell good. Mm. So my brain would probably be like, cookies, these smell good, even though you can't smell in dreams. You know cookies. what I mean?
1: These smell if good. you're in
0: a pile of burning bodies in a dream,
1: <sighs> I you're don't probably going to
0: be like, this smells bad, right?
1: I am not entirely sure what your line of argument is here. Honestly, I'm not sure what you're trying to prove or disprove. Are you for real? I feel like I'm being very clear. I can't tell which side you're on here. Are you on his side that this happened? Are you? <laughs> are you not? Oh no, I don't think he went to hell. I just right. was giving an argument. You think he was in a smelly place though? I think it was a dream. A smelly dream. smelly dream. Yeah. Good argument, there. Thank you.
0: Please tell me about vampires now. Wait, I'm not done. Oh.
1: Have you ever had a smelly dream? Well, I don't know. I don't think about smells in my dream. Well, same. But, like, surely they'd be there. Maybe. Surely, like, you would have some recollection. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I was in this really, like, old house. It smelled, like, old.
0: Oh, yeah, I had a really stanky dream last night.
1: Yeah, but no one says that, which is the only thing that makes me think possibly it wasn't a dream.
0: Also, though, he wrote a book about it, so it's entirely possible he just added those things in for dramatic effect.
1: True, but you could just lie about anything and write a book. I'm aware. So why one random smelly dream? Don't know. Maybe I should ask him. You should, yeah. Bill, do you want to come on the podcast and talk about your smelly dream? Drop us a line, Bill. I would love to know about it. All right. I'm going to get right into mine before we continue to talk about smelly dreams. My sources this week are Wikipedia, VampireFacts.net. Okay. Cryptids.fandom.com. Hostel, wait, yeah, dot TheBibleOfMysteries.blogspot.com. And The Guardian. Lovely selection there. Yeah. Okay, let's start from the beginning. What the heck does Strigoi even mean? Well, the word is Romanian- and it has links to other words in different languages. Notably in Italy, the word strega or the Venetian word struga, both mean witch. So that's the first part of the puzzle, I guess. Oi, witch! <laughs> Similarly to Italy's strega, they also have stregoni, which means sorcerer. We Brits use the word stregheria, to describe a form of witchcraft, apparently, although I've never heard that in my entire life. No, me either, actually. And the French use a word similar to this. It's a bit more intense. It's strige, I think, which is a bird woman who drinks the blood of infants.
0: Oh, that's very specific.
1: They really went off. Okay. Okay, France. Okay, France. Everyone else is just talking about witchcraft, and you're like, imagine this. Let me set the scene for you. (laughs) This is similar to Strix, which is a bird of ill omen who eats flesh and blood, particularly of infants. We should definitely cover this at some point, because I'd never heard of it, and apparently it's a pretty big myth.
0: That sounds very interesting.
1: Yeah. It's just like a a bird person, similar to the bird woman, I guess. Crazy time. What is it with bird people? They want infants. They do. (laughs) Hide your infants. They they eat others as well. I don't think it's purely infants. Oh. But infants is their like delicacy of choice.
0: Easy to grab from the sky, I
1: guess. True. Like um how chihuahuas get taken by birds of prey.
0: That's so sad. They wear like bright vests. Let's say let <laughs> say something on them.
1: Listen, evolution has done you wrong. Or oh
0: yeah, you can get those things for your chihuahuas, can't you? It's like a like a vest that has
1: spikes on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they look super punk. <laughs> to protect chihuahua it's from just prey. Just so they don't get eaten. <laughs> oh, man. We did that to, to the wolf. The majestic wolf. Now wearing a spiked jacket so it doesn't get eaten by a bird. Maybe I should start doing that. Could you imagine if you're like, my dog has been eaten by a bird? We
0: could here with those seagulls. We've got big seagulls oh, by they ours. are
1: huge. They are, they are meaty girls over here. Anyway. Big
0: meaty gulls.
1: <laughs> I know I've gone a bit off tangent, but who doesn't love a good etymology lesson? Also, I found it really incredible that people nowadays don't believe in this kind of thing. They don't believe in vampires. They don't believe in strigoi. Um, but it's literally throughout history in so many different countries. I think it's a bit silly. You think what's a bit silly?
0: People just don't believe in stuff.
1: Right? My final fun word fact is that astriga in Romanian, sorry I've butchered everything, I understand that, means to scream. So it's all pretty dark and creepy surrounding this, possible bird woman eating people, possible witch screaming. It was all very, very mysterious. So in essence, as I said at the beginning... The Strigoi are the predecessor of the modern vampire, mixed with ideas of witchcraft, which you kind of get from, like, the words. They are described as having crimson hair, indigo eyes, and two hearts, but they can take the form of other entities, including animals, too. Apparently, the Strigoi were a springboard idea for Bram Stoker to create Dracula, Surprisingly, though, the earliest report of Strigoi were from Croatia back in the 1500s, not from Transylvania. The first case was Giuri Grando, who was born in 1579 in Kringa in Istria. So Istria, from what I've gathered, is a place that borders, I think it's Slovakia, it could be Slovenia, I'm sorry, and also Croatia, and it's owned by both of those and Italy. Okay, so it's kind of like how Cyprus, like one end is is owned by one, one end owned by the other. I'm not sure if it exists anymore, so just bear that in mind. <laughs> so Giure, I think that's how you say it. G I U R E, Jure. Giure. Giure. Okay. Giure, yeah. His life was pretty uneventful from the records that I've I've gathered. Well, that's a bit rude for you to say that. I know. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sure he was probably having a good time. Who are you to judge?
1: It's the 1500s. What's happening? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, what's interesting happened after he died. He passed away in 1656 because... Hoop and stick? That game where you get the ball in the cup? No,
0: the one where you have... A- no, I
1: know what hoop and stick is. I was, I was oh, riffing. Was like, and also. <laughs> yeah, I was yes anding you. Oh, sorry. What's interesting happened after he died. He passed away in 1656 because of illness. Nothing strange. And then 16 years after he died, he would rise from his grave nightly to terrorize the village that still stood nearby. Ooh. So obviously no one was like, oh yeah, it's Jure. You know what I mean? He's been dead. He's been dead a long time. They just thought it was like a prankster around the village. But people were hearing knocks at their door throughout the night. Whoever heard the knock would then die within the next couple of days.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate.
1: So obviously people started freaking out, understandably. But Jure didn't stop here. He also sexually assaulted one of the women in the village. Oh my god, After appearing at her window and being described as looking as though he was smiling and gasping for breath. That is terrifying. Right? Father Giorgio, from the village, who was coincidentally the one to originally bury Jure, managed to find him one night, when he was just off rampaging, and he held a cross in front of him and proceeded to yell, Behold Jesus Christ, you vampire, stop tormenting us.
0: And was it efficient?
1: It's not written.
0: Mm, Maybe not, then.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking, but Father Giorgio stayed alive. So it must have done something. Can't have been that bad. Exactly. There are worse ways it could have panned out.
0: Maybe he smelt really bad and the guy just left.
1: Oh my god, maybe he was having a really smelly dream. <laughs> In the village was Miho Radetic, who was apparently extremely brave. And he wanted to save... Oh my god. Did he write that he was extremely brave? Sorry. i written that he wanted to save the village people. The band? <laughs> The cowboy. The vampires. The policeman. Yeah. This
0: sounds like an odd dream I've had. (laughs) Did it smell? It did, yeah.
1: No, he wanted to save the village. He wanted to save the people in the village. I'm not sure who said he was brave. It might have been him. It
0: was him.
1: So he tried to kill Jure with a hawthorn stick. I suppose he was told this would work. However, the stick, being a stick, bounced off of Jure's chest. Because it was a stick. This didn't stop Miho, though, because the very next night, he went with Father Giorgio and some others to the graveyard with a cross, lanterns, and some more hawthorn sticks.
0: Because those were really efficient. (laughs)
1: Right, I love that he tried again. After digging up Dure's coffin, they found him inside, still with a smile on his face. Father Giorgio said to the corpse, Look, Strigon. There is Jesus Christ who saved us from hell and died for us. And you, Strigon, you cannot have peace.
0: This clearly didn't work last time. He was just chatting to him. Listen, pal. Yeah. If you come back here Listen, and try buddy, and kill more people in this band. I'm not having
1: it. We are a good going. 90s band. And with this powerful last line. I don't think they were 90s, were they? No, no, no. <laughs> And with this powerful last line, Miho stabbed the stick into Jure's chest. Well, he tried to, but since it was a stick, it bounced off. Again. My dude, <laughs> I need
0: you to understand something. and It's like, this isn't going to work.
1: Now, at this point, I'm imagining the other villagers who have like come with these two are just like, oh, for the love of God, try something else, buddy. So... Well, while father started, sorry, (laughs) I didn't mean to just call him father. While father Giorgio started to exercise Dure, Stipan Malisic, who was one of the villagers, grabbed a saw and just sawed his head off. Okay. He just decapitated him. He was like, you know what? I've had enough of you talking to him. I've had enough of you poking him with a stick. I'm just going to end it. Fair play, to be honest. And he just, he he sawed his head all the way off. Sometimes you're just sick of it. I'm sick of it. You know what? I've had it up to here with you. And you're pillaging.
0: And did it work?
1: Yeah. After that, peace reigned. The moral of the story is, if someone's
0: bothering you,
1: (laughs) No, 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 no! no. Saw their head off. (laughs) Please, please don't start like a, what's it called? When you like empower people. Life coach. Don't be a life coach. I'm a life coach. At that point, would it be a death coach? Oh, that sounds way fun. <laughs> please, please don't do that. We are not liable for any deaths caused by the podcast. Since the 1500s, there have been many more accounts of strigoi. Many of these people are more willing to believe that they were witches rather than vampires, though. But the belief was still there. They're still using the name.
0: Something weird was
1: happening. Yeah. For example, back in 1909... Poor children, not like, oh, poor children, but like, children with no money. From a village in the Carpathian Mountains. Either way, it's like, oh, poor children. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor children. I'm not
0: the way you say because you sound patronizing oh, as hell.
1: Yeah, they started to disappear.
0: Oh my god, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, poor children that also had no money. For those wanting their dose of fun geography facts, you'll be wanting no more. These mountains span across the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Poland, Hungary, Ukraine, Romania, and Serbia. Overall, they're 1,700 kilometers long, and are the home to cities such as Krakow and Bratislava, which have the two highest populations of all cities and towns in the mountains.
0: The more you know, hey?
1: Yeah. Anyway, although I'm sure it's a lovely place to be now, this place was not lovely to be in 1909, because if you were a peasant child, there was risk of being abducted. Soon after, some adults went missing as well. Since the Count's daughter had fallen from a horse and died, then the Count himself had died in his castle shortly after, villagers thought that they had turned into Strigoi and were preying on the villagers, picking them off one by one. So So they decided that they had to take action and they went and burnt his castle to the ground to stop the deaths. This must have worked. Oh, because great. that's where my story ends for that one. There's not really much on it because it was kind of like a desolate part of the mountains. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm presuming the bodies were still inside and they just burnt the bodies of the strigoi. It's not just back in the day, though, that these things have been reported. There's a report from the 21st century. Back in 2003, Toma Petra died in Romania then just a few months after, in February 2004, his niece said she'd been visited by him. Her brother-in-law, George Marinescu decided he would get together with some of his family and form a strigoi hunting group. So they all had some Dutch courage and dug Toma up. Once he was exhumed, they cut into his chest, grabbed his heart out, and burned the body. That wasn't all they also mixed the ashes of the body into some water and drank it.
0: For what? Honestly? That was just to be dramatic. There was no need to do that.
1: Well, see, there was a citation on a couple of the websites that I looked at saying that this was what used to be done in Romania as like a, you know, now you will find peace. You're part of me, family, all goes on, blah, blah,
0: blah. Oh, that makes more sense.
1: But I can't find it anywhere. I have looked it up. I was like, is this a an old Romanian tradition type thing? Because I didn't want it to be like, oh yeah, someone said this, and now everyone's so- sourcing this one person, you know?
0: Yeah, that happens sometimes for sure.
1: Exactly. So I was looking it up, could not find anything about it. But uh, the sources that I did look at that said this said that Romania had to stop it because when they joined the EU, the EU were like, we don't want you to do that. That's...
0: Kind of a funny reason to stop doing that.
1: Yeah, so if you're from Romania, please let me know if that's a thing or if I've been bamboozled by the internet. Anyway, the police weren't too happy, but Flora Marinescu, who was Tomar's sister and George's wife, said, if they, i.e. the police, are right, he was already dead. And if we were right, we killed a vampire and saved three lives. Is that so wrong? Which, honestly, fair play. You know what I mean.
0: I like the confidence in that.
1: Yeah, it didn't stand up in court though, and they were jailed for six months.
0: Oh, welfare.
1: Yeah, but I respect her. <laughs> fair enough, saying that. You know what I mean. Obviously, don't exhume bodies, but you maybe don't don't do that. Don't test it. But it's like my my sort of point of view with a Ouija board. If it's real, don't fuck with it. If it's not real, don't waste your time. Well, there you go. Makes sense to me. So as you can see, the strigoi are pretty scary. So people have developed different ways of guarding themselves against a potential case. Apparently, according to an article from 1865, when a baby is born, people would toss a stone behind them and say this into the mouth of the strigoi. I.e. like, don't eat my child, eat rocks, get fucked. (laughs) Eat a rock, loser. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to start saying that. Ugh, eat rocks. As well as this, if someone was believed to be a Strigoi, they would use the method of dunking a suspect into water for prolonged periods of time, same as in the witch trials throughout the years. Obviously, if they live, they're a Strigoi. If they died, you're a murderer.
0: Yeah. These aren't good ways of testing things.
1: Not at all, No. One Romanian legend says that if you, sorry, that you can protect yourself against them by killing a pig on the feast day of St Ignatius to gather the fat for a ritual that I'll explain in a second. Or you can place thorns across thresholds, paint crosses on doors, pray, or put garlic around your house. Basic vampire stuff we still think of today, really. But how would one become a Strigoi in the first place? Die. I mean, you're not wrong.
0: Is that step one? No. You're a Satan worshipper and then you die?
1: No. But I like the enthusiasm.
0: You ate a pig on the fourth day of May and then it was bad and then you died.
1: Wow. How did you know that? <laughs> could you imagine if you guessed that? It is not that, just to clarify. Unfortunately, there's quite a lot of ways you could be one. If you're the seventh child of the same sex in your family. If you lead a life of sin.
0: See, I knew it would be very random obscure things. That's why I suggested the
1: pig one. If you have an extra nipple. See. If you're not baptized. If you have a tail. That doesn't mean if you have a tail. It means if you have an extra vertebrae, which would make it look like you have a tiny bump where your coccyx is. If you die without being married. If you die by execution for perjury. If you die by suicide, or die from a witch's curse, then I've got some bad news.
0: Okay, I have five nipples and an extra tail. I'm the seventh kid. (laughs) I've not been baptised, and I'm going to die tonight. What do you think my chances are? Um, I think they're pretty good. (laughs) See, you all on the other side, people.
1: In other news, I quit the podcast and I'm moving away.
0: I'm going to get you. (laughs) Also, all of that is not true. Please don't come for me.
1: Looking at these causes now, there are definitely a few that just seem like deterrents, really. Like, don't sin and don't kill yourself. It's also pretty confusing with the sinning idea, because murder is a sin, but so is, like, mixing fabrics, according to the Bible. So there must be, like, a degree at which you have to surpass it. Like a level. Yeah. If
0: you get too much into, like,
1: the red zone, it's over for you. It's like in The Good Place, where everything you do has, like, a number with it. You know to, like, negative a million points if you murder someone. That seems legit, right? Possibly the degree of it dictates which type of strigoi you'll become, because there are three. One is a strigoisha, strigoica, something like that, or a witch. The second is a strigoi viu, which is one that's alive or a sorcerer. And finally, the strigoi mort, which is a dead strigoi that rises again is apparently the most dangerous. They're apparently very... Sorry?
0: Just like different levels.
1: Yeah, but like entirely different. You know what I mean? Like how are all three considered Strigoi? There's a witch, a sorcerer, and literally a dead thing.
0: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> apparently the third type are very tired during the day. They only come out at night. Um, they're also sensitive to light a bit. They don't like burn though. I think that's something that was like added on when they come out they have superhuman speed and strength they can shapeshift like I said before they can astral project be invisible and we're pretty much immortal
0: oh that's what I am
1: <laughs> good god so how do you kill them
0: watch this I just bench press Kate <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's going to be something a lot of people are kind of wondering, really. Like, after me telling you how horrific these things are, you're like, great, how do I kill it? Now what do I do? Yeah. Well, you can do the old steak to the heart, but as I said in a previous story, you can also decapitate them. In addition to this, some believe that if you exhume the dead body, remove its heart, cut it in half, put a nail in its forehead, garlic under its tongue, and cover it with the pig fat you collected from St. Ignatius's feast day, it'll die.
0: See, this sounds like the easiest one.
1: It seems too overly specific to not work. Right? It's gotta work.
0: That's solid
1: logic. No one makes that up. Why would you? Exactly. What would you gain? Exactly. Alternatively, if you want to prevent a person becoming a strigoi, like, after death, if you're like, they've got five nipples, two tails, never been baptised, and are just, they've murdered.
0: Never been kissed.
1: Oh. <laughs> Then you can just bury a bottle of whiskey with the corpse when they die. Do that to me. (laughs) You would not want me to waste that much. I take it with me. Oh my God.
0: I sometimes think you know where a lot of ancient practices and possibly some modern ones that I'm not familiar with include you taking things with you to the other side so you're buried with things that you want to
1: take with you? Like the Egyptians?
0: Yeah, yeah, just like that. Mm -hmm. What if that's true? And now, everyone who's getting sent to the other side, like everyone who's getting buried, has
1: nothing. What if that's true and people are getting cremated?
0: Suddenly, I don't want to get cremated anymore. You
1: don't even have a body. Why risk it? <laughs> okay, so now you know how to kill one. I think I've taught you everything you need to know, really. So I'm ready. That is your Strigoy lesson over. How? Strigonometry. Oh my God, that was so quick. I'm honestly pretty proud of you. <laughs> so, how scary do you think they are? Five. Yeah. Scary. They seem pretty unenjoyably scary. Yeah, and there are so many different kinds of them, and the
0: killing is so specific and. It doesn't have to be. You can I know just you could just take it.
1: Lock like... their heads off, but.
0: It's not as fun, is it?
1: Right? I'm going all out with the pizzazz. If I'm going to
0: come face to face with an immortal beast,
1: if I'm literally killing a strigoi, I want it to feel real. I don't want it to be one and done.
0: I'm over now. No. There I go. My pig fat is ready. (laughs) I'm going to the the good
1: part. Okay, how dangerous. Five. Yeah, they've killed people. Likelihood that strigoi exist. Or have existed previously.
0: (laughs) I don't know.
1: My etymology lesson did not sway you. What do you think? Huh, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I don't know. Because when I'm talking about these as well, the kind of images, so like if you type in strigoi, or I presume we're going to put one on our, our socials, at Mids Magic Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, they don't look like people that have just risen from the dead they look like kind of almost werewolfish. you know what i mean so i'm like i'm not sure if that would exist and also i'm not really prone to believing that things can come back from the dead
0: yeah i i think i think for the most part lots of things in mythology and history monsters and stuff are real but they are not the same as what they are written as yeah they are tamed versions that people have made more dramatic throughout history you know
1: yeah well see i was thinking if like if we're going back to the first report that i told you about with the knocking at doors and stuff and like sexual assault that just sounds like a person
0: yeah probably
1: and she was probably spooked out by seeing a person at her window who then came and sexually assaulted her so I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? But it seems like something that you can more easily blame on a vicious monster than you could a person.
0: Yeah, like your neighbor or something.
1: Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not sure.
0: I don't think that they exist the way that you've just described them as a whole. Yeah. But it's like, I think witches exist. I think you can practice witchcraft. Do I think that makes you like a...
1: From riding a movie
0: witch yeah, yeah that kind of thing with a big
1: nose and a frog
0: yeah like no <laughs> you know what I mean I think it's the same sort of idea yeah fair so enough. I'm gonna say like two and a half two
1: and a half because there's some
0: truth to it maybe but like probably not the way that they are yeah not think... to the
1: monstrified oh my god sorry I've just created a word extent that it sounds like they were there
0: yeah I don't think anything could come back from the dead and I don't really think anything can be immortal human like human like thing could be immortal
1: but do you have any other ideas then people yep stories yep um I guess that would also be stories I was thinking perhaps it's like a at first I was like it's probably just other people right that have come over and then these people are sort of like xenophobic You know, like, oh, who are these people? They're monsters. They're going to kill us. That kind of thing. But then they were talking about like, oh yeah, it's just Bill who died the other week. Come back. You know what I mean?
0: It's strange that it would be somebody that they recognize.
1: Yeah. And that they knew. That was like part of the community. That was what threw a spanner in my works.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Ghosts? Oh, it could be ghosts. Apparently... The strigoi can take, like, a spiritual form as well as, like, a like a physical, like, animal or something. So, possibly, it was just ghosts. I feel more inclined to believe ghosts than I do the concept of a strigoi. Fair enough. Anything else? Nope. Well, there you have it. Your big old strigoi lesson.
0: If you like the podcast and you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at MythsMagicPod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just like Kate said, very kindly. You can also head over to patreon.com forward slash MythsMagicMurder and see this and other stuff, other podcasts, as a video from last week's episode onwards.
1: Yeah, we will be doing this for every podcast episode we release now, as long as we look decent. If I've got a cold, probably won't subject you to it. Um, You can also get on there extra episodes here and there whenever we think that it's something important. Abby will tell you her demonology expertise. I will tell you different psychology things that i have learned over the years it's a good time you'll also find out what we're releasing before and i believe get the episode a bit before everyone else you should get the episode a day before from now on yeah yeah and over on there we've also got discounts for our merchandise and you can give us as little or as much as you want to be a patron so you should definitely think about it our merchandise is viewable over on our website mythsmagicandmurder.com so if you want to head on over there, we've also got a little referral form that you can fill in if you've got any stories you want us to cover or if you've got any stories from your life that you want us to know about. And if you have any haunted happenings, terrifying tales, or spooky stories that you don't want to put on there, you can email them on mythsmagicandmurder@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: Nice. Gotta switch my brain on there. Can't just go, yeah, yeah. yeah What's she saying? Cool, what on. did she just say? <laughs> what? What are they selling? I've done that a few times. <laughs> Allow it. Not now, <laughs> when we started like, doing the podcast. You're
1: so mean.
0: Sometimes I would just like, you'd be talking and I'd just zone it out and then you'd be like, so what do you think? And I'd be like, uh, hey, is anyone
1: else looking for a podcast host? Because I'll join you because I'm leaving this one.
0: It was like twice ever. You can probably tell if you listen to all the episodes. If, if it comes to the scare scale
1: and I'm like, I don't know. Now, nah, to be honest, I've done it with you as well. You know when in the early ones I used to be like, Wait, what? Yeah, sometimes you... I'm better at it now. because I, I don't do. not
0: I'm like, my attention's here. Let's talk about Long Horse. Long Horse. Run free. Run free. So this was a listener request. And at the time of receiving this request, we had been email bombed. Which some scammers basically signed us for a bunch of scam emails. Presumably as a distraction to try and get our money. Why are you telling them this? Well, because... We got hundreds of emails from scams. Not to brag, <laughs> hundreds, like an insane amount. Hundreds I of Russian to...
1: women wanting me yeah. in my local area.
0: <laughs> I had to set up a filter in the emails and was deleting them, obviously. And they all had like absurd titles, like "Big Beans," "Lose Pounds," "See Women." So when I saw "Long Horse," <laughs> <as> the... <laughs> that's why I had. A... That's why I wanted to say it. When I saw Long Horse as the subject, I was like, what a weird scam. <laughs> and then I looked at the, you know, the, you can read the little... Um, the preview.
1: Yeah, and it was like,
0: I like your podcast. And I was like, oh, well,
1: what the heck is Long Horse? If this person is a scammer, they deserve to scam me because they know I do a podcast. So as requested, here is Long Horse. Sources,
0: Trevor trevorhenderson.format.com. The Infographic Show, and HeroFandom.com. So Long Horse is a character created by artist Trevor Henderson. From what I gathered, Trevor is a very skilled horror artist. His work is very interesting. And back in 2018, he created a series of interesting and terrifying fictional creatures. So his most famous one is Siren Head. You might have seen him on the internet. I don't think I have. I had seen some videos that people have made, some photos. Oh, I
1: have the really tall one. Yeah, like bigger than the buildings and stuff. So I didn't know what that was. Me neither. But
0: apparently, it gained mass popularity as a character because um, a games developer was like, "Can I put that in my game?"
1: Wow. And then some
0: famous like content creators used it in their game, in their gaming videos. So it kind of it, his, his career in like art, I guess, took off from there, or gained more popularity. I'm not really sure what he was doing before, but that's what it seems like. That's so crazy. It is, and I hadn't even thought that that was like one person doing
1: more stuff. Well, I'd only seen it once. So I, I and I think I saw it on TikTok. Like it wasn't that long ago. It was like a couple months ago maybe. And I was like, the hell is that? Oh well, I'll won't remember that. And now I have. Well, there you go, you did remember it.
0: So the rest of his images and characters have created a cult following with people making like video compilations, game characters, and like other adaptations of his characters. So one of these characters is Long Horse. But that isn't really accurate because it's a creature. With a horse-like skull, with no jaw, and its head collects to a seemingly never-ending neck. He is hairless, with the exception of some short black hairs.
1: Wait, so skin or bone? Hairless skin. Hairless skin. skin. Like a naked male horse. Uh,
0: mm, it's like noodle.
1: Noodle. Horse skull. Pool Noodle attached to a float a float yeah attached to a horse but cow.
0: it's a horse right nobody you're gonna so, have to check that photo out right like <laughs> i'll put some of his out. i'll i'll link it and stuff i'll tag him in it you know all that stuff yeah so its long neck is described as by its curator as being similar to a human finger meaning it can stretch and crack its joints to grow
1: oh. it also smells like cinnamon Oh my god, I would have expected it to be a bad-smelling dream.
0: No, no. Longhorse is described as having been around since the ancient times, which is backed up by a cave painting depicting the Long Horse with three humans. However, it's shown in the ancient image to be the protector of humans, and that's because Long horse is completely harmless. Oh, God bless Long Horse! While he's freaky and scary-looking, he exists to warn people about upcoming danger.
1: Oh my god, like, you think Mothman does. He does. He doesn't, he's a murderer. No, he's not. He is. (laughs) Just because you're jealous, I love Mothman more
0: than I like you. (laughs) If a human hears the cracking neck of the long horse, or sees the long horse, the message is that something bad will happen soon. Long horse will not cause this issue. Here he comes. He is thought to be a hero, but he will warn you. He's thought to be a hero. He was on a hero site.
1: Aww. According
0: to Trevor, Longhorse is friendly and curious. It also enjoys treats like apples and loves affection. Me too. Honestly, In order <laughs> I think I am Longhorse. How how much can you stretch your neck? In order to efficiently warn humans of potential danger, Longhorse can teleport and foretell disasters. He's always aware of his surroundings and he can get through very quick because of this.
1: Oh
0: sweet. Can break physics. A long horse itself, itself, can defy gravity. It also contorts its neck in unusual ways. Because it's infinitely long and it just kind of... Sometimes in the photos I saw, the drawings,
1: he like spiraled his neck around. Oh, Why is that cute? That seems sweet. It's like that piece of art I made you make with that turtle with his neck. Wait, giraffe? I can't remember. No, it was turtle. Turtle. Trevor's Instagram shows a drawing of long horse with its description.
0: He points out that Long Horse means well, he has waxy skin, can make neck joints at will, and its neck will always, always terminate out of views of observers.
1: He can make neck joints? Yeah, to like bend his neck wherever he wants. Oh, I thought he meant separate. Like, for you. A neck joint. Oh, no, for himself. Right. To make his neck longer and bendier, I suppose. Bendy, Pope. Wendy, neck
0: It's a deathly silent creature, besides neck cracking sounds. Literally same. Love that for you, long horse. Your mum would hate that horse. I know. Another spooky fact is that it can enter people's dreams. Good. I hope it does. Are they smelly? (laughs) He smells like cinnamon, Doesn't he? Oh yeah. It's also said that if you stare at its neck for enough time, it will crumble into dust. How long is enough time? But because it's a paranormal creature, it will not affect the overall existence of it because he fluctuates through existence. So he describes his life as being like a needle threading between the layers of reality. As I mentioned, Siren Head earlier, Trevor describes Longhorse as the enemy of Siren Head. Oh my God. I don't know why Longhorse needs enemies
1: because he's too good.
0: But I like that. Trevor has also confirmed that you could technically ride longhorse, but it would be disrespectful. Oh, what if and you also, ask permission? And also, he enjoys music.
1: Oh, what kind, of like heavy
0: metal? I don't know, Trevor. If for whatever reason you listen to this,
1: <laughs> I what think kind Trevor of music? has better things to do.
0: Now, this is a pretty weird thing to cover because, like, we know for a fact this creature is fictional. Unless this guy is just aware of every other creature we don't know. Well, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, I've talked about crew passes in the past, and I would, again, urban mm-hmm. legends and stuff. But I probably wouldn't have researched this. But I'm glad we got the request because now I know who this artist is. Now I know about this noodle like man. Yeah, I know about the great in depth work that he does. And he, so I saw that he does like paintings, but he also does like combination art, I guess. Like, what, you know, when you see the Slender Man images and it's like, it looks real.
1: Like Momo, isn't it? Momo is a statue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You didn't, You meant like... Like when you look at the photos art. of Slender Man, right, right.
0: it's just art. Like it's just, a, it's just a draw. It's just a photo. Sorry, not I was real. like, Momo
1: is art. But <laughs> well, I missed something. You're, is thinking, she
0: confirmed? <laughs> You're thinking about it wrong. Right, 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 I'm with you. So you can kind Like, you know they're not real, but it's so unsettling. mm and I like that he's created this whole series of like intertwining characters that are like really in depth. It's just quite interesting. Um, I don't know him, so I'm not here to give him a- like advertisement. Advertisement? Advertisement. But I just thought it was quite cool. But I think the best part is the fans of this guy. As I said, it's like a cult following. So I watched a video on it because I didn't understand what it was when we got this request. And. Understandably,
1: all the I websites got a on saying? it long horse
0: all the websites on it were like fandom websites and I was like well this isn't real like what do you want me to say and then I looked at the comments and it was people being like long horse is a hero <laughs> he just wants to help us people were like he is so cute I want one oh like, I love
1: him he's so wholesome
0: That's people so love sweet. long horse can I see long I'm horse, happy please? for him
1: I don't like him I thought I would I'm really sorry long horse but you are a bit scary
0: well, I'm sorry that you don't like him. Me too. That's all I have. Well, that's Rest all the I have. Scale, I guess. Yeah. How scary is Longhorse?
1: Looking. Four total. I don't like him. Well, he's nice. Yeah, he's really, really sweet. I'm gonna put no for danger, but he's four scary. I don't like to look at him. He's not real. So, well, yeah still no ideas I guess zero likely zero uh, the ideas I- horse <laughs> that is long elongated horse oh my goodness she's so happy we've ended she's punching the microphone I'm hyped for dindins woohoo making a roast tonight boys I think that's everything me too well I guess there's just one last thing don't listen before bed listen before bed